successfully. And these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. Remember, if you witness a story or a news event that you want Lagos to know about, send us, uh, well, actually give us a call. Don't send us any messages. Just call us, shap, 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 shap. The number to call is 01465-7175. If you're joining us for the first time today, hello to you. You're in great company. One million Lagosians listen to this show and they cannot be wrong. I've got a great show for you today. We'll start with the big three as always. Let's talk about the Speaker of the House of Reps, Femi Bajabia Miller, attending a course at Harvard while federal universities are closed. Yes, he talked about that on the morning show. Let's talk about it some more. It's one of the biggest stories in the country today. Then let's talk about the federal government saying that the aviation crisis cannot be resolved for now. And then let's talk about the House of Reps questioning how government uses Intel. Today is Wednesday, so we'll bring you the glass ceiling. On the glass ceiling, let's talk about the rising need for two-income households and how it affects gender roles and dynamics. On Balogu and Broad, what does the NMPC uh, move mean for us as a country, for you as a citizen? Let's talk about the new NMPC Limited. I'll have a guest from Sahara Energy. Expect news, business, sports at the top of the hour, every hour. And after the news at 6 o'clock, let's talk about what point your personal ambition should take a back seat because of your sibling outside the home. 6.15, don't miss that conversation. I am Sandra Ezekwesli Lagos. These are your hard facts. Should Bajabia Miller be attending a Harvard course while federal universities are closed? Are the security agencies and intelligence agencies working well together? And if the federal government cannot solve the aviation crisis, who can? Those are the big three. Lagos, let's talk. Femi Bajabiamila is doing a course at Harvard uh, during the ASU strike. That's our first story. They are dragging him on Twitter. He tweeted a picture of himself in a class and said, quote, back to class in a leadership course at Harvard Kennedy School. Forget the number of gray hairs. One is never too old to learn. Broaden or sharpen your skills. End quote. You can see the pictures for yourself on our live stream. Nigeria Info 99.3, that's our live stream. YouTube Nigeria Info FM. And like I said, many Nigerians are angry, especially young Nigerians. Some of them are saying that it's insensitive uh, for Femi Bajabia Miller to be celebrating his admission to an American university while Nigerian federal universities are closed. They feel Bajabia Miller should be working to end the strike. As Speaker, he has the power of the purse. He could push the National Assembly to approve a supplementary budget to meet some of ASU's demands, for example. So for them, they see that tweet as one of 
the people who has failed to solve education at home going abroad to get education for himself. Others are questioning Bajabia Miller's decision to tweet. For them, it's one thing to go and do this course right now. But it's another thing to tweet it knowing that young Nigerians cannot go to their own courses. Did Bajabia Miller not know that his tweet would upset them? If he didn't know, does that mean his finger isn't on the pulse of the nation? Because he represents you at the House of Reps. Does that mean he doesn't know that his constituents in Suruleri are angry about being at home and have been at home for six months? And if he did know, did he simply not care? Or is all of this just much ado about nothing? Meanwhile, the NLC held solidarity protests for ASU again today. They started yesterday, uh, like I told you. Today they held one in Abuja at the Unity Fountain. During the news at three, you heard from Ayubawaba, you heard from the president of ASU. NLC still threatening to go on a solidarity strike with ASU. Should Bajabia Mila be attending a course abroad while Nigerian students in federal universities cannot go to school? And if he did, should he have been celebrating it on Twitter? I'm going to give everybody one minute. One minute today because I want us to get through as many stories as quickly as possible and take as many calls as possible, right? And also, we don't have the line for women. So I'd love for the calls to move quickly so that we can get more voices on the air, which could help us get more women on the air. 0700-993-993-993. One minute, that's what you get. Is this too much, you know... Uh, outrage for nothing or do you think that uh, people are justified to be angry 99.3 hello hello good afternoon good afternoon sir what's your name yeah emeka is my name from south light town welcome emeka well there is nothing wrong in here um, going for leadership course but mm. tweeting about it mm. at this time when the nation is um bleeding and people are angry about our students and children being at home, mm. shows a height of insensitivity. Okay. And it shows that he's disconnected from the realities on ground. Okay. shows that he's not feeling the pulse of the nation. Okay. It's a slap on the people of the country. Okay. So what he has done does not in any way represent good leadership. Why he should be around trying to see how he could resolve the, 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 the unpass on ground. Okay. For me, mm. it's a height of insensitivity. Okay. Taking into consideration the current reality. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for calling, Emeka. 99.3, hello. Hello. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? Yeah, Sumi Muskumi is my name. Welcome. You've got one minute. All right. So, first and foremost, well done. I think this is the first time I'm ever getting through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, on the case of uh, Bajaz, Biamila, um, mm-hmm. Kosa Albert. So sometimes some actions themselves may not be wrong, mm-hmm. but the optics, mm-hmm. the timing and the optics could just be bad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You could do something which may, on another time and another day, may not be seen as a problem. Mm-hmm. But considering the, this actual strike coming in, mm-hmm. doing such and then posting about it could, you know, make things look bad, like you really don't care. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, he may care, but, you know, 
he still has himself to sort out in what the leadership course. I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to develop yourself further as a leader or someone of an influential position. But, you know, at a time like this where, you know, your effort and energy could be spent in res- helping resolve the actual strike, you know, you'd go about, who knows if the leadership course he did was even to help him help sort out the actual strike. strike. But then again, <laughs> you see where the optics comes in. So, yes, yes, it's okay to get a leadership course, but don't tweet about it, huh? Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. Remember, everybody gets one minute. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts So 99.3 Nigeria Info. Femi Bajabia Miller is doing a course at Harvard during the ASUS strike. That's our first story on the show today. Remember, of course, you're paying Femi's salary. Your taxes are paying his salary. And so you're funding this uh, course that he's doing at Harvard. He's getting dragged on social media. He tweeted a picture of himself in a class. And he said, back to class in a leadership course at Harvard Kennedy School. Forget the number of gray hairs. One is never too old to learn, broaden, or sharpen your skills. And young Nigerians are not having it. They are dragging him by his gray hair. And I'm asking you, um, you know, should he have tweeted that picture? Should he even be attending a Harvard course while federal universities are closed? Because it's not as if Femi Wajabiamila is a random member of the House. He's the Speaker of the House. So he has actual power of the purse. One of the things he could do, could do, is push the National Assembly to approve a supplementary budget to meet some of ASU's demands, for example. They could do that. So, when, you, when young people are seeing them, we've seen uh, Femi Bojabiamila on Twitter talking about going to school and looking very happy in those pictures, they're not having it. Do you think that they're overreacting? Do you think their outrage is misplaced? Or do you think he was justified? Did Bajabiamila not know that this tweet would upset the young people who have been at home for more than six months? If he didn't know, does that mean his finger isn't on the pulse of the nation? And if he did know, did he simply not care? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Well done. Please, you. You, you will have 30 minutes to my own, please. <laughs> no, please. one minute. I'm very, hello. What? I'm very happy nowadays. Okay. What I hear from Nigerians. Okay. Most, most especially uh, from Nigerian info and the people. Okay. On social media. Okay. You know, it's very, very insensitivity of this man. Hmm. As a speaker of this house, why are you supposed to leave your duty and go to study when you are when you are elected to be representing some people? That is more reason they have to make this in a partial something. They don't care about us. They don't care. I'm supposed to be doing my masters now, hmm. but due to the issue, I also strike. Hmm. I couldn't. Hello. I'm here. I'm listening. Yes, these people are. These people are not. They are not. They are not responsible for us. They don't care. You left your duty position. You go abroad to study like uh, whatever, whatever you you are there for. So uh, I just advise Nigerians to think 
twice. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Remember, everyone, everybody, one minute, 99.3. Hello, President Bobby. Good to have you on the show. You've got one minute. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, I want to comment on this uh, uh, speaker mm-hmm. issue. Go ahead. You know what Nabadi is our leader. They just love to get Nigeria talking. That is why if they still would not say anything, they would then come up with one kind issue just to get us talking. Okay. So it's well. Let oh. them continue. All right. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. 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 Good to have you on the show. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Richard. Uh, Welcome. You've got one minute. Yeah, calling call from Barida. Welcome. You've got one minute. You see what? You know what? What? It, it is not really the, the action. Mm. This is not really uh, an action of uh, insensitivity. It's an action of selfishness. Selfishness? Yes. Okay. And yourself, you see, it's like our leader, this kind of, uh, this kind of attitude they carry. All of them are involved, including the president. Because at this point in time, a very sensitive time that they need to go out there and pray and think more higher how this Nigeria could have been. They are now there having their own. It's like it's, it's an act of selfishness. It's an act of wickedness. All of them are involved. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Remember, one minute. Everybody gets one minute because I want to hear from as many people as possible. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Hello? Hello, go ahead. Hey, sister. Mm. If you ask me that question about Bella, mm. he has the right to go, but not now. Until not now. Until Nigeria is supposed to have what we call conscience. I receive for him brothers and sisters that are in school. But to go in now, I don't support them. But for right, it's right, it has right to go. Okay. So I want to ask you a question. Mm. Hello? Yes, I'm hearing you. You are no longer asking us, you have passed. Because that's your fast. My interview award. And in the sweet again, you don't ask me, you have passed. <laughs> thank you very much. I thought you have passed. All right, thank you very much for calling. Let's move to our second story from the speaker to the deputy speaker. Idris Wase says the SSS issued 44 intelligence reports before the Kuji prison attack. That's our second story. 44 Lagos, 44. Washe was talking on the House floor about the need for stakeholders to work with the intelligence agencies. He said, quote, you cannot imagine what is happening today in Abuja. I'll confirm to you that I went through the DSS report. 44 reports were given before the attack on Kuje. I want to say so. I want to confirm to you, 44, I read through all the reports and it all has to do with this. There is no community that one attacks or the other uh, will happen that you will not have intel. And this is part of the intel that they had given as to what is exactly going to happen. End quote. Lagos, <laughs> if this is true, if the SSS made 44 security reports about Kuji before the terrorists attacked it, why were the security agencies unable to foil the attack? Did they doubt the SSS reports? Or did they deprioritize the SSS report? Or was there just too much noise for them to get to the valuable intel? 
We've seen that happen many times in other countries. So, for example, um, before 9-11, different teams in the CIA and FBI were warning about a plot to hijack planes and blow up buildings. But the key decision makers were seeing so many warnings and reports like that, so it was hard to know which one was real and which one was fake. Do you think that that's what happened with Kujay? Now, as you heard in the quote, uh, Washa was using Kujay to talk about the growing insecurity in Abuja. The federal government has told all Unity schools in the capital to shut down. Clearly, the government is concerned that more attacks may be coming and that the terrorists may focus on so-called soft targets. The big question is how to stop them. And Washa and his colleagues believe that they have the answer. They want to ban Okadas nationwide. They believe that because these terrorists often use Okadas to move to and from attacks, the best way to slow them down is to stop the whole country from using Okadas. And now they have a bill on the House floor aiming to do that. By the way, this is one of our topics in the upcoming I Beg to Defer Debate Tournament. The tournament returns on the 8th of August. On the 8th, we're going to have our first playoff match. And this will be the topic, the ban on Okadas nationwide. Should they happen? The National Assembly believes that because uh, uh, these terrorists are moving up and down with Okada, they got to stop it. Some members think it's a bad idea, though. Because it will wreck transportation in rural areas. It will slow down the economy. Uh, Washer said this to them. He said, quote, For most of us, 90% of my community, if not 99%, this is the only means of transportation. We appreciate his motion and sensibility. But in line with our principle to help in curbing the incessant security in our country, we have to cooperate with the government. End quote. So let's start the debate here before my students get into the studio on the 8th of August. Do you agree with the move to ban Okada nationwide? Do you believe it will stop terrorists? Do you believe that whatever anti-terror benefits it brings will outweigh the problems in transport and economy that it will create? How concerned are you about rising insecurity in Abuja, the seat of government? And what do you think about um, Idris Washer's claim that the SSS produced 44 reports before the Kuje prison attack? 0700-993-993-993-01465. 7190. Please ignore that second number. It's not working. So women, please call us on 0700-993-993-993 as well. If you're abroad and you want to join the conversation, call us on NigeriaInfo.fm. Well, NigeriaInfo.fm, that's our Skype ID, NigeriaInfo.fm, and then we'll connect you to the live studio. Remember, everybody gets one minute, one minute on the dot. I will cut the call. Thank you very much for calling us. Good afternoon. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Yeah. This is Mike. Michael. Michael, welcome. Good to have you on the show. On the fourth man that went abroad for school, hmm. when they are coming in power, they told us that they know the problem of education. Whereas, it just to come into grab power. They don't understand the concept of public finance management. 
And what does it say? Allocation and distribution of income and weight that are equitable and efficient to the public school. What are they doing? They are not using our public work to be going abroad, to be studying. The NNC, too, are not even helping matter. They are compromising. Let me recommend a solution. I have short-term and long-term solution. What are the short-term solutions? Let government go and borrow. Let government stop traveling. Reduce cost of governance. What are the long-term solutions? The top-level solution is for we Nigeria. We mustn't put sick people into leadership position. Thank you for calling. We've got Ahmed on the line. Hi, Ahmed. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Yes, yeah, nobody said Abuja Mila should not go for a course, hmm. but not when there is fire on the mountain in the country. <laughs> that shows how selfish these people in power can be. How selfish, selfish, self-centered people we have in power. And for the man that said the DSS have uh, written for the something letter or whatever, 44. they can tell that they can tell that to the gods. It's only Sunday, boo, and she will read, they will be, they, 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 they will be using, they, they will be follow up and down. Instead of them to, 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 to tackle the insecurity in the country, eh? how long are we going to continue with this? Eh, Sandra? Ah. Thanks for calling, Ahmed. We've got uh, Joseph on Twitter who says, Sandra, nothing wrong in Bajabia Mila attending a leadership course abroad. What is wrong is the time when our universities are under lock and key. All right. We've got uh, more people who are sending us messages. Let's take a look at uh, a few of them. This one here is um, from Israel Orubani. Israel says, why should Bajabi Amila attend Harvard University? In fact, there's no justification as far as I'm concerned. Even his passport should be seized because he's part of this disappointing government. Israel Orubani. He don't reach to... To seize passport for what now? We've got James Aduku who says, Bajapiamila is mocking Nigerian students. So sad. Namdi Goodread says, The speaker got it wrong by not just attending but also posting those pictures. Highly insensitive and irresponsible. We've got Christopher on the line. Hi, Christopher. How are you? President Sandra. Welcome to the show. This is your senior special advisor. Bajabi <laughs> Amila uh, did that. You know, tomorrow he may come for to run for presidency, right? Okay. So there will be question about his um, uh, uh, educational whatever. When you say, look, I attend uh, advice, so people <laughs> people will not be doubting him. That is why he did that. Okay. But that is mere wickedness and selfish. And for the for the for the man who say God for the something report. DHS is just for you to carry out this thing and defend Nigeria. Do something about insecurity. You are giving a report. And those people are, well, good thing the PDP people made up their mind to take a walkout or stage out or what they do. Okay. Sandra, thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much for calling. We've got uh, a message on WhatsApp here from Steve in Yaba who says, 
uh, they are all irresponsible. An activist yesterday, a failure today. He should be at home helping to resolve as a strike, yet he's gloating over using our borrowed money to study at Harvard Kennedy School. Uh, all right, Steve Adams from Yaba. Madam Sandra, based on the topic on ground, what the House of Representatives speaker did is a slap on the whole Nigerians. It's unfortunate. Uh, it's unfortunate. All right, Dennis uh, from Olodia Papa. We've got uh, a message here from... Uh, you didn't leave your name. Okay, maybe your name is at the end. But you say, Honorable Abdullakim Adefemi Bajabiamila has the right to go and get any education anywhere, but not this time. Look... Truth be told, Honorable Femi has disappointed most of us who believe in his leadership for what he just did. He has as well fallen our hands. However, this is very shameful. Uh, it's embarrassing. The other day, the aviation sector a sector threatened to embark on strike due to aviation fuel. The same Femi Bajabiamila quickly waded into the matter, and the aviation sector never went on strike. Why can't this man use the same idea to come into ASU and the federal government rift? Sandra, I told you yesterday that I joined the protest and I am an APC man. I never mind what it could cost me. As a lover of education, what I want is good quality and standard education for my country because education is a bedrock for any good society. And on the 44 security recommendations, Sandra, some people are benefiting from this insecurity. That's all. All right, that's a message from Alaba Lakwe, aka Ashiwaji Jr. from Sabo Ijewu Onibaojo. All right, let me come back to the phone lines. I'll take three calls and then I'll bring you our final story. 99.3, hello. Hello. Hello, good evening, Ronda. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Yeah, I'm Benjamin. I'm calling from Ikeja. Welcome, Benjamin, from Ikeja. You've got yeah. one minute. Uh, please, uh, Sandra, my contribution on this issue is that I'm not here to blame any government officials. Okay. And neither am, am I here to castigate anyone. Okay. But all we need to understand about the people we have in government is that the wrongs they've been doing plays out by what they do. The kind of people they are, the kind of things they do in the public plays out. And it shows us clearly that that is the kind of character, the kind of people we have. Then, my second uh, concern is this. In, in Nigeria, we have, we lack what is called uh, independence of the law. Independence of the law. We have what's called lack of independence of the law. So we have this knowledge that we don't, we, we created law, but we don't want to obey it. And this is our problem. Nigerian problem is not tribalism. It's not nepotism. It's not any, anything from anywhere. It is the law. We don't obey law. When 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 drivers, military officer is coming, if the if the navy officer is coming, everybody will break the rule. Thank you for calling. Anonymous is on the line. Welcome. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sandra, this morning my younger brother house in Abuja was attacked. I can say in the video if you don't mind. They okay. broke all the cars inside that compound. So I broke all the loo- all the windows. They were not able to enter inside. The, when the police came, they shot on the... Uh, the guy said they don't drop the... What is it called? They are going. They will not drop the cutlass, but I was with him. Hmm. You see the video, Sandra, you, 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 you will not be able to... I was just shaking this man as early as 5.30 a.m. 
intelligent reports that goes to that goes to uh, the presidency, the DSO cannot act on it. I'm close to. I don't want to start talking about that anymore. Okay. They cannot act on it unless they are given another to do so. They cannot just let me go and secure to jail prison since I have intelligent report. That's why they are giving this report. It's not like the president says, president says, okay, go ahead, secure so and so, so and so, number of soldiers. If you are close to intelligence people, they will tell you that most of the abuse them during them, what is it called, when mm. they are defending the nation and Boko Haram and Co. Mm -hmm. They will send reports to them at the end of the day. They will not react to it until they are seeing what they are doing. So they know what they are doing, the, 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 the government what they are doing. So let's not let's not deceive ourselves. Thank you, thank you very much for calling. You've got what, one minute. Everybody, one minute. I'll take one final call and I'll bring you our third story. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you, sir? Fine, my lovely sister. How are you doing today? I'm very well. This is Ekene call from Ikeja. Welcome, Ekene. Sandra, I see, my dear sister. I don't understand this country again. Sandra, what is happening? What is all this? What is happening? Who are those women? Who are these cabals that hold this country for our son? Sandra, if Nigeria is where country that's working, some people have been behind by now. Okay, look at what this man said. I almost 40 something recommendment. And nobody have carried this assignment. And we're here beating around the shoe. Nobody has arrested and prosecuted. And I keep asking this question, Sandra. I know you, you are a professional in this job, Jonathan. Why is it that any security has to do with this, south, south, or west? This government take it seriously. But any security has to do it not. Why, why are they properly disabled? All right, thanks for calling. Remember, everybody gets one minute. All right, let me bring you our final story on the show today. Uh, the aviation crisis. Now, 90% of Nigerians do not fly. But for those who do, if you have tried to fly recently or you know somebody who has tried to fly, you know that ticket prices are skyrocketing. Flights keep getting delayed and canceled. And one major carrier, Aero Contractors, was forced to suspend operations. The problem is aviation fuel or jet a1 as they call it jet a1 is now more expensive globally because of russia evading ukraine just like diesel also jet a1 is sold in dollars globally and there are two problems with that first of all the naira is falling against the dollar our domestic airlines any naira but they have to buy jet a1 in dollars so it's getting harder and harder for them. The second thing is access to dollars. Airlines cannot buy from CBN, so they have to source on the black market, and they can't always find. They've turned to the government for help, but Aviation Minister Hadi Sirika says there's no short-term solution. Hadi Sirika said... Uh, government is relying on three solutions. Quote, importation of the product at the appropriate price, accelerating the refurbishment of our refineries, and also wait for the coming on stream of Dangote refinery to boost supply of the product, end quote. So when you ask how soon, I wouldn't know when Dangote will come on stream. I wouldn't know how soon the refineries will be fixed. I wouldn't know when imports would become sufficient. But the government is working towards all these to happen, end quote. He said that, uh, you know, when um, he was telling airliners not to hold their breath.
That's the answer from the aviation minister. Have you been affected by the aviation crisis? Do you work in the aviation sector? Tell me how it has affected you. Was Sirica just being honest? Or were his answers not good enough? 0700-993-993-993. I'll come to WhatsApp in a bit, but let's take your calls. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3, hello. Hi, President. Good to have you on the show, sir. Thank you very much. Welcome, Joe Baba. Sandra, I was with you. And I'm so, so glad that I'm calling to Okay, turn your radio off first. No, no my radio is I'm using my radio. Yeah, I no longer okay. see. Mm-hmm. I, I is not telling the truth. Okay. For people like me and others, you know, uh, I you know, experts or, um, you know, flight booking, you know, the, 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 the problem, the issue, the, the bad business is just too much. Sandra, I don't know how I can cope. Honestly, for the past two years, like I've been, you know, this and that and this and that, especially under this minister, he's not telling the truth at all. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. My name is Olumuiwa. I'm calling for my guest. Welcome, Olumuiwa. Sandra. As we are talking now, the baker said they will not go on strike again, even because of the flour and sugar. But they will increase the price of bread. Mm. Huh. I want to rule. Let me rule. I want to rule. Let me rule this country. Now they are ruling, and we are seeing it. But Sandra, what is... If I say something now, you will pay five million, I'll be. <laughs> hmm. A country. <sighs> In conclusion, hmm. I am so worried that Nigerian soldiers, I mean the real Nigerian soldiers, they are keeping quiet. Good afternoon. All right. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Hello. <laughs> Sorry about that. Call us back if you can. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Welcome. Calling you from You've got one minute. Yeah, you see, what I'm trying to say to be great tomorrow, I'm in support. So there's something I'm advising in Let us come let us look precise so much that the government of let us use the election to help them out of government. Let's do that. I think so much people do about the, you know, signing a sexual deal. Come on, you know, problems. So we will be thanking him, blessing him. Somebody should do what is time for treatment. Okay. That is not talking more to Your line is breaking up, unfortunately. Let's move on to Fatai. Hi, Fatai. Hi, Sandra. How are you doing? I'm very well. Anyway, I just want to contribute my own quota on the discussion. Okay. You know, like the other caller just said now, I want to rule, I want to rule. I see. One thing is, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be as civil, you know, as possible. Thank you. You know, because you know that everybody's angry. I'm angry. Mm. Because 
how can we have a lot of intellectuals, intellectuals in the southeast, in the southeast? I'm, 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 you know, I'm, 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 I'm purposely mentioning southeast. We have so much intellectuals. How come they can't rule? How come? Is this what we're going to be getting? I want to rule, I want to rule. Price of everything is chaotic. Are we enjoying or we are suffering? I don't understand. I mean, do they know what is going on? I mean, the elite. Are they going to the same market that we are going? Sandra, I just wish God will help us out. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call us back if you can. 99.3, hello. All right, that's my cue to go to WhatsApp and read messages. Uh, Sandra, I second Olumuiwa, and it's so lovely to hear his voice again. That's Donna Vida from Etiosa. Uh, Sandra, uh, I don't have much to say. Okay. We've got Kazim from Ejigbo who says, Okadaban will not change anything, just as NIN has achieved nothing, just being a COVID-19 super spreader. They'll only use the ban policy to victimize innocent Nigerians, while terrorists will still ride on bikes. Uh, I can never trust this government's policy. Prince from Aja says, Our leaders don't care for Nigerian education. Education minister walked away on Asu the other time. Wike flaunted his children's graduation abroad. Now, Bajabia Mila. Abe says, Sandra, pray that few months, weeks, or days to the end of the current president, Asu Rock. Uh, I'm not going to read the rest of that message. We've got uh, uh, this one from Ben Victor in Ajibode Street or Jordu Lagos who says, These 44 reports by the DSS is that the number one man, uh, the president, is the issue why nobody is being sacked because he's not ready to deal with these terrorists. The DSS did their jobs, but the military did not get the nod to do the needful. Ben Victor's thoughts on that subject. Uh, Amo BCY says, security in this country is getting worse. Okada ban is not the solution. Should they ban the use of car if the bandits or terrorists start using cars? They are running out of ideas. Here's a message from Timothy Nikorodu who says, DSS cannot act on over 40 intelligence reports on Kuji prison, but they acted on just a singular intelligence report and bombarded Sunday Igbogo. We've got a message from Taiwo in Marlboro who says, This is the height of insensitivity by the speaker, doing the right thing at the wrong time. The hallmark of this present government. Our PVC should speak come 2023. Peter Yorinde says, Dear Madam Sandra, the security institution gave 44 intels on Kuji prison, one of the locations of the biggest enemies of Nigeria. And still got successfully, he wrote that in capital letter, compromised. It's a sign and proof and evidence that uh, people are either incompetent or they are sabotaging the security fight or they are afraid to confront the power of the terrorists. I worked with a lot of people in the military. I have my reservations. The biggest problem of Nigeria in insecurity is recruitment. I've attempted all security institutions' vacancy. Many, if not all of those accepted, did not wear white shirts and knickers with us during the recruitment exercise. People like us on the verified merit list with brilliant qualifications, patriotism and personality were abandoned for children of the privileged. With due respect for those officers who lost their lives, I am not surprised. 
uh, that many wish to preserve theirs. All right. Let me go over to Facebook where we've got lots of comments as well. Facebook's Nigeria Info 99.3. And John Chukudi says, The truth be told, banning Okada cannot stop terrorism because it was never the issue. Instead, it will increase poverty at the bottom of the labor. John, thank you for your message. Uh, Pius Oyoria simply says, according to Fela, government magic. Let me come back to the phone lines. Remember, everybody, one minute. We've got three stories today. I told you about Femi Bojabia Miller's course at Harvard. Uh, and then I told you that the House of Reps is questioning how government uses intel. And then I told you that the federal government says the aviation crisis cannot be resolved right now. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name, sir? Uh, John from... You've got one minute, John. Okay. Um, uh, the, I want to dwell on the issue of um, this aviation issue, problem, uh, fuel issue. Uh, they are saying that until uh, Dagote's uh, refinery comes on stream, that's why things uh, might be stabilized in the aviation industry, and uh, then you get fuel. And they are also saying that uh, when the refineries are completed, now wow. But every year, there's no, since Obasanjo just said that there's no year that they have not budgeted money for turnaround maintenance of the refineries. Hello? I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, because it's on record now. Then, Dangote and whoever, is he more, more powerful than Nigeria, than the 200 million Nigerian plus? That it is when he's refining consumption that uh, the stabilization of a uh, supply of fuel in the aviation is going to manifest or go to first. It's a shame, oh. These people, they don't know what they are doing, honestly. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. We've got Kingsley on the line. Hi, Kingsley. Sandra Sopuruchuku Ezekwesere. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome, sir. Sandra, when are we going to have a good news? Uh, I'm still hoping... We uh, had good news uh, yesterday now. It was on Monday. We had good news on Monday now. July, come, Sandra. Uh, Sandra, Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for the 8th of July. When my kids are going to surprise us again. Okay. 8th of uh, August. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, August, sorry. Yeah. Okay. All Sandra, right. Yes. Do you see the decrease of leadership? If you look at the message on Bajabi Amila, the message is okay. I think he encouraged people. But the, he is doing it at the wrong time. That is what I think. Okay. You understand? Okay. Because had he been, they have, they have what is called intelligent in leadership. Even if he is there, we are not worried because he said that he went for a leadership course. That is the message. Okay. It's only dead bodies that I cannot learn. I'm against what he went for. You understood. Okay. So, but the problem is this: the, the, the what, what is happening in Nigeria this time around about education sector, and you are in the same sector. That's when what you went for. So, well, I'm not blaming them because we are the one that took it like that. This thing cannot happen in other countries; and they, they, they go score free. Look at what the students are doing, roaming up and down, some are in prostitution and other things. Sorry to say that. I'm not in dire undermen Nigerians. But that is what the situation get them to. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Remember, one minute, that's what you get. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, CJ, concerning your first story, I will say he has the right to study anywhere he wants to study. Mm. But if he has uh, his number, Call them, tell him that I said that uh, a man that uh, is the roof of his house is leaking. Even though the man is not there, the rain or the water we see, of course, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, belongs to our property. Mm. Uh, you see, for concerning the issue of the 44 report, you see, let me tell you, even the man on top, anytime he's talking, I will just off my radio. Why? Because I've assessed him. 
you cannot give what you don't have. But let them remember what I will always say, that for there to be peace, there should be equality. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. We'll take a few more calls and then we'll go back to social media. 99.3, hello? Sorry about that. 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello? Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Good afternoon. That lie got because of my own. Thank God. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> How to get this line? My name is AGK of Zemelam. You've got one minute. Yes. Um, when you see what is going on in this country, mm. you, you will ask, do we have opposition? Opposition is not acting at all. Assuming that the 44 um, report uh, about Kujé uh, before the attack, mm. the opposition, even if the main government is not doing anything, the opposition should be shouting, be talking. I don't know. Do we? we I, I'm asking you, please. Mm. Do we still have opposition in this country? Well, the people are the opposition. The people have been shouting, so they are the opposition. <laughs> because uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's baffles me. Because I asked my brother in Abuja, mm. because he's living close to where that uh, those uh, guards were attacked. Mm. He said, "Have you ever have I asked myself mm. why is military has not been uh, the head of state has not the Buhari uh, has not commanded the military to go for this oppression to go and get these people from the forest? Why has that command has not been given? Well, they and have been fighting I, them. The, the president has been commanding them. them. We don't see any action." We do see. It's not resorting to anything. All right. Thank you very much for calling, AGK. We've got Joy Forever on Twitter who says, Okada ban will never solve anything. Uh, Have you been to our interlands? How bad the roads are. DSS will only act if given permission to do so. But Abiyamila is insensitive, just like this government. On aviation, you know that was how it was in 2015. All right, Joy Forever. Thank you for your tweet. We've got uh, more people who are sending us messages. Let's see. Um, Andrew Adedayo says, Such intel reports are first submitted to the CNC, not to security agencies. Security agencies only act based on specific orders from the CNC upon advisory from the NSA and other advisors. I'm surprised that the president was shocked when he visited Kuji prison. Andrew Thank you very much for your message. Kevin says he's amacked and amounts to a serious lack of sensitivity and uh, lack of remorse uh, by Nigeria's number four man. That's Kevin talking about Bajabia Miller's Harvard education. Nukumamu says so. Femi went to Harvard. Uh, Nigerians are wailing. Why is everything a shock to Nigerians? What do you expect from people who weren't voted for? We are all after the president and forget that there are some people uh, who should not go near the legislature i've got femi coming into the studio with a bunch of people <laughs> again <laughs> okay we've got Wachiku Ebenezer who says at a time when NLC are in solidarity protests for ASA strike Speaker House of Representatives tweeted where uh, he's in class abroad receiving lectures President traveled out to Liberia our politicians are insensitive careless and irresponsible alright we've got a message here on WhatsApp Sandra you can't give what you don't have okay um larry says okay hold on do i have time to take larry's message yes i do larry says these politicians will shed crocodile tears when they want power after getting it they don't know what to do with it 
All right, time Sandra Isakosili. We'll take a break. When we come back, let's talk about um, the economic realities where more and more households have to be two-income households now. How should that dynamic work as far as gender roles are concerned? Because you're both working now. You're both earning a living now. What should that mean for other roles in the family? This is Nigeria Info 99.3. Don't go away.